Are you ready? Let's roll the dice. The three of you are traveling the roads between the fighting town of Gemadine and you're on the way to the trading post of Deraglin. Uh, the winds have been blowing a lot colder since you left Gemadine, but you haven't really been paying all that much attention to what time of year it is because y'all are so focused on your quest. One evening, you stumble upon a camp of the traveling people. Now, the, uh, the traveling people, as uh, Perry probably knows from uh, her rogue connections and Sayersha has probably read, are a, a collection of travelers who, they never stay in one place for very long, they favor bright colors, and they are made up of people who, for one reason or another, can't go home anymore. So they have made their own family, and people come and people go, and it's a very fluid sort of society. So y'all, it's it's approaching night as you as you come up on this this caravan, and you know they've got their fire their bonfires going. They've got uh, brightly colored wagons all cuddled up in a circle, and you notice that their wagons are pulled not by horses but by reindeer. And you you as you as you approach, uh, a a half elf comes up to you, uh, and uh, he is he is all blue everything. Blue hair, blue eyes, blue skin. Can I wait? Can I immediately be wary because this person looks like Sarsen? Possibly, sure, sure. Y'all can definitely be on edge if you would like to be. Um, and he said that he says, "Welcome to the camp." Uh, hi. Um, uh, hi. my name's Sayersha. What, what's your name? My name's Brody. It's so nice to meet all of you. Uh, it, uh, it sounds like you knew we were coming? You're not exactly subtle. I'm very tall. No, I, I understand completely. My mother is a dragonborn. I completely understand. Wait. I'm just saying. I, I didn't know that could happen. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying that we definitely knew you were coming. And we'd like to welcome you to stay with us if you would like. Uh, I mean, um, just give me, uh, one, one, one second, and I, uh, I bring Ixen and Perry in, like, over the side, and be like, we, well, we're traveling down the road, and we don't really have anywhere else to go, the next town's quite a bit off. Uh, it can't hurt, right? I mean, sure, I guess. That's fine. If you guys are okay with feel you know taking a taking a rest i i know that i can go a little bit longer so i don't want to tire anybody out <laughs> I, th I think it's a lot harder for us to walk than it is for you i mean you could carry us but 
but I don't want you to, like, expend all of your energy carrying us, so, like... Because then you'd get tired, and we can't carry you. Like, emotionally, yes, but... I I don't know, you've got some... (laughs) You've got some, like, levitation magic. You think you could handle all of this? I'm I'm flexing. Uh, Yeah, um... Well, I... Well, my my levitation, it doesn't quite... I'm not sure. I'm still working on that spell. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sayersha, it's it's okay. I I was I was just pulling pulling your leg, uh, but my leg's over here. Ixen made a funny. Uh, oh, my. oh my goodness! Oh, oh, I understand it now. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one, Ixen. That was a good one. Uh, I mean, I'm 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 feeling a little more confident. We got some necromancers down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay, so so, uh, uh, so I turned back to the guy who was definitely within earshot for all of that. <laughs> yeah, no, he's very, he's pretending like he's not hearing every single word. Just like whistling in the corner. Sorry, sir. We always need to come to consensus before we do anything. It's it's what good buddies do. I complete I com- I completely understand. Making decisions with your clan is the most important thing. Yeah, and uh, oh, we'd like to um, have us clan clan. That's a bit of a strong word, I would say. Um, I like thwap, thwap Ixen like in the leg <laughs> as high as I can go because I'm a tiny. You're not that short. You should at least be able to like hit their hips. I'm three <laughs> feet tall. I'm actually two foot eight. I am literally a good four feet shorter. <laughs> no, I think Perry just likes like capping Ixen in the knees. Yeah, basically, <laughs> just like like elbow Ixen in the in the knee, but like it also hurts me kind of because there's 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 like iron plating there because you know there's armor <laughs> there's armor yeah. there. Yeah. Okay, so um, Brody brings you into the camp, and there's there's people everywhere, and everyone is. You know, brightly colored hair, brightly colored wagons, brightly colored clothing. Everything looks like art school. You know, well, everything looks like a day. <laughs> everything in this camp looks like a day glow nightmare. Um, so art school. Yeah, so art school. Um, <laughs> and he introduces you to uh, the matriarch of the clan. Her name is uh, Scylla. She's a dragonborn. Um, Scylla, Scylla is an elderly dragonborn. She's the matriarch of the clan. Uh, she is the only dragonborn in the clan. And all the rest of the people are made up of all different races, sizes, shapes, genders, everything you can think of. Like, a group of people that you would expect to not ever be in the same place, but they've all found each other out here in the middle of the damn woods. Is Scylla Brody's mom? Mm-hmm. Scylla is uh, Brody's mom. Adopted, obviously. So y'all, y'all are y'all are sitting around the so sitting around the fire. Y'all are eating some eating some stew, you know. I just just kind of talking and uh, so and Brody says, so what are your plans for Festivus? Um, uh, well, it's coming up. It's coming up here soon. Yeah, I um, well, I I can't speak for my friends, but uh, I've never really uh celebrate it uh, just doesn't seem important and every the whole camp just kind of like just pauses for like one quick second and brody goes okay and then i thwap ixen in the knee again and then i say uh well um i haven't really celebrated festivus since i left home 
because we celebrated it. Uh, me and my sisters all celebrated it together, and then I left, so like I didn't really get a chance to do that anymore. But you know, it's okay. I miss it though. I didn't know you had sisters. Oh, uh, yeah, I have four. I'm the youngest. Oh well, the more you know. <laughs> um, we didn't really have the money to do anything at the Priory, but we did always, uh, light candles uh, around this time of year. Well. That's about it. That's... Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know if I don't know if you can tell by the decorations and everything, but Festivus is kind of a big deal among our people and our clan specifically, and... If you're planning to travel with us for a little while, and I hope you will, we're all headed to the same place, right, Draglin? Right? Yeah. Yeah. We're all we're headed we're headed up there for the for the big for the big festival, trying to sell some of our our wares. So if you'll join us on the road, you have a little bit of time to prepare for Festivus, celebrate with us, maybe get some gifts for your friends. Sure. Sure. This could be really fun. <laughs> What is what is Perry doing for Sayersha and Ixen's Festivus presence? This is super important. Okay, okay. So, 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 a few days ago, knowing that Festivus is, I'm so excited about this, <laughs> knowing that Festivus is coming up, I sent a letter home to my eldest sister, because I have four of them. My eldest sister is named Zara. She's a blacksmith. She's a really great person. And I sent this, like, obnoxiously long letter basically detailing an entire, like, two whole adventures and how, like, people died and how, you know, we've lost friends, but we created a new family. And also I kind of got disembodied, sort of, but don't worry, my body is totally fine, I swear. And at the very end of this letter, I request that my sister bring me this book. And it's, whose book is it? I think it was dad's book. No, that's what I did. Okay, so <laughs> I asked my oldest sister, Zara, to bring me our father's spell book. And it's like this, this, it was, it was his lucky spell book. It was a spell book he brought with him everywhere to every possible adventure. And this is one of the things, this is what he left to me when he died. And then I also asked her to bring me our mom's lucky sword because our mom was... Our father, my father was a, was a wizard and my mother also was, did something with magic, just, just, just also did magic things, but wasn't a wizard. She could be a paladin, you know, whatever. It's ironic, I guess. <laughs> I asked her to replace the hilt of the sword with like this really cool, like dragon looking like hilt. So the wings are at the top and then it like the body of the hilt is bright gold just like the color of Ixen and it has a tail at the end of the handle. And nice. on it on one side I asked Sayersha to help me um write to protect and to heal and draconic. And on one side the sword says to heal and on the other side the sword says to protect. And so 
That is what I have gotten for Aixin and Sayosha for Festivus. So I, I'm in this camp, and I wasn't really sure, like, necessarily where we would be during Festivus, but I did know that we would be heading towards, I can't, what's the city's name? Dreglin. And so I just kind of gave Zara very uh, vague instructions. <laughs> it was just like, you'll find us. Don't worry. I'll be with like a six foot golden dragonborn. It's, it's fine. You'll find us. And so I'm kind of just like, you know, wandering around this camp of, of travelers and kind of just like scoping things out when like I hear a weird rustling behind me in like the trees. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I like turn around and like whip out my dagger and like th- can I throw it into the tree? Do I have to roll for that? I would rather you didn't throw it into the tree. I'm standing right here. Zara, you scared the shit out of me. Listen, I there's a big group of y'all. Just making sure this was the right group of of weird people with six foot tall dragonborns. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. All right, Zara. Did you did you bring what I needed you to bring? I'm doing great, sis. How are you? But yes, I brought everything. That I explained to you everything about me in a letter. I, and did you ask about me? Of course you didn't. The rest are fine. I'm fine. How are you, Zara? How have you been? I have been busy as hell. Not that you ever asked, but no, it's fine. You're always busy, Zara. You're a blacksmith. You make good money. Exactly. With Festivus coming up, I really don't have time to be running errands all over the creation, but I wanted to see Uh, you. You could have sent somebody else. And not see my sister? Come on. Okay. All right. Fair enough, I guess. And then I, like, give her a hug. Yeah. She has brought everything that you you asked for, as well as some, some, you know, letters from home and things. Letters from home and things. Aww. Yeah. So... And I would, I would stick around and uh, meet all your, your neat friends and your new family, I guess. Screw us. I don't know. Um, okay. Don't be like that. <laughs> that's not very nice. You know I went to go train because that's where mom and dad train. No, I, I understand. I know what you mean. But anyway, uh, I, but I do have to get back because, like I said, Festivus is a really busy time of year. But yes, I'm glad I got to see you. I'm glad I got to see you too, Zara. I really do appreciate what you did for me. Mm-hmm. And I and I and I appreciate that mom and dad's things are going to people that you care about and people that can really put them to good use. Yeah, definitely more than me. You know, I don't do a lot of the magic things. Not oh, a for lot sure. Anymore. Oh, for sure. You're about the. You're all about the stabby. <laughs> I do a lot of stabbing. Yes, it's you know it served me well. All right. Well, I'll get going. It's good to see you. I love you, Zara. I love you, too. Okay, so, Ixen. What is Ixen doing for Festivus for the kids? For the kids. Um, so, there definitely was a moment where she was, like, debating if it was important 
enough to even do anything. And I think because she saw that it was important to Perry and Sayersha was like, we didn't get anything at the orphanage. <laughs> um, she decided that if nothing else, it was important to her traveling companions who she's trying to defeat a giant lich with, you know, like, uh, you know, might might be nice to do something nice for them. Because um, she never celebrated any kind of um, holiday is the word I was looking for. That's the word I was looking for. Um, because when she was uh, growing up with Alaria, um, they never really celebrated anything in terms of, like, holiday festivities. If anything, it would have been, like, a day of remembrance for Ilaria, and so Baby Ixen would have been like, cool, there's no one in the training yard. Guess I'm gonna punch some rats, you know? That's a wonderful pastime. <laughs> yeah. So it never really, like, seemed like anything important. So that was definitely, like, the first thing that was the process of, like, do I even want to do this? So she decides that, yeah, she's gonna, she's gonna do some presents, um, gifts, and, um, it's more about that kind of relationship, I think, than the specific, uh, worship of the season, Mm because that's a lot of what happens. Um, so... So what she needs to do first is she needs to find the cook. Alrighty. So um, as you're as you're traveling with um, with the traveling people, you get a sense of where everybody kind of tends to hang out, and you. So when you're as you're preparing for this, you go and you find the wagon of Talus, who is the cook. Um, Talus is a a little a little halfling woman. Uh, with red hair, she's got half of her head shaved, and she's very, very, very pleasant. Um, and so, as she sees you approaching, she's like, "Well, what can I do for you?" Oh my god! My favorite dragonborn, second to Scylla. Don't tell her I said that. <laughs> I won't tell her uh, you said anything. Um, well, uh, how how's it going? It's going great. Good. Um. So, I, um, mm-hmm. I, okay, first, um, I will pay whatever I need to pay for this, but I have a very, uh, specific favor to ask of you. Okay, is it food related, or is it, uh... <laughs> Yes, I, I promise. Um, I'm going somewhere. Okay, because you know, you know I'm dating Alice, right? Like, this is... Oh, um, I don't know how that would benefit me, um, but... <coughs> yeah, um... Cool, we're on the same page, go ahead. <laughs> Food related. Forget we said any of that, go ahead. Good, okay. Um, so... You, you know Perry... Uh, I'm sure Perry's been over here many times. Oh yeah, we found out we're cousins. <laughs> oh, you you know okay. you know how us halflings are all related somehow. I did not, but I guess I do now. Um, 
I that's gonna be a fun, fun point when Perry comes around. Um, so, uh, I've never really uh done a uh holiday. Um, so I was thinking for a gift for Perry would be to make a potato feast. Potato feast. Yeah, um, Perry loves potatoes. Uh, specifically fries, but, like, potatoes. And, like, I get it. I think they're great, um, roots. What are they? Um, beans? Roots? No, roots. You were right the first time. All right, cool. <laughs> they're bean, sh they're big bean shapes, so I was kind of going down. Anyways, anyways, um. You gotta work so on your shapes. <laughs> So, so yeah, I was thinking, like, I don't know how much experience she has with potatoes other than fries, but I know that, um, I've read a couple, like, books that have recipes about potatoes. Um, oh, don't, don't tell anyone I said that. Um, I, <laughs> I won't tell anyone you can read, don't worry. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, I was hoping to make, like, a big spread, like, um, potato salad and fries and baked potatoes and mashed potatoes and, and all gratin and twice baked i'm with you i'm right here i yeah. got you okay um and i would like to um help i don't i don't think it's fair uh for me to ask this of you and not contribute um and then the other thing was um when we're done could i have the empty potato sacks i know you usually reuse them but uh have another idea that would be nice if I could use those. You're not going to try to make Sarsha a dress, are you? Because I can suggest <laughs> some a lot better things. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure Jetta is a tailor and, like, we can work this out. Uh, no, no, um, I actually want to make, um, a, uh, like a, uh, dummy? Um, I We got enough really dummies in this camp without another one. I normally spar one on one, but uh, I'm sure that she's afraid of punching me. Um, so it'd be you nice to be. like have. You're so tiny. I'm so so small. Um, it'd be nice to have something for her to like, you know, give a little one too. I got you. So. I understand. I got you. All right. So let's get to work on this potato thing because I think we could really work something out. And let me call my assistants because I think we're gonna need some little bit of help on this. Okay, do you wanna do you wanna go through any prep for Sayersha's or do you just wanna like show up to the thing like Sayersha, I made you a dummy? Cause like that's <laughs> um, that's real that's real feasible. Yeah, I don't think that there's anything else needed other than that. Okay. Um well there's 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 definitely a, a montage of uh you peeling potatoes with your claws and Talus being really impressed and you know, Talis showing you how to, you know, make correct mashed potatoes and Alice doing up the au gratin potatoes real nice. And, you know, it, it's a real, it's a real nice montage. And, you know, addendum to this montage is you taking the potato sacks and stuffing them into a, a rough approximation of a dummy. And at first you make it too big, like your size. And then you're like, oh, wait, crap, say it's just half my height. And you like redo it to a little bit more feasible. Um, but eventually you end up with two nice presents.
Sayersha, what are you doing for Ixen and Perry for Festivus? I have some plants. Okay. Uh, so I guess the first person I go to, because I think it'll take the longest time, is the blacksmith. Okay. Because um, I want to make a special necklace knife thing for her. Like, a, it's kind of a switchblade, mm-hmm. but it, like, it's, it's, it's coated in uh, paralytic poison. Nice. So it's a very roguey thing that I think they would like a lot. Perfect. Um, so to the blacksmith, uh, and then probably the chemist after that. And for Ixen, I'm planning on getting them some gauntlets that are decked out and have a really nice inscription on them. So to the leather worker for that. All right. So the first person you go to is the blacksmith. And uh, the blacksmith is this really tall elf with um, her head is shaved and she's really like uh, stacked. She's great. Um, Oh my. (laughs) Yeah. And she's, she's hard at work when you come over, but at the minute that she sees you, she stops swinging her hammer and she looks down at you and she is like, well, what can I do for you, little one? Oh, oh, um, hi. Um, hi. I don't know if I've met you before, but my name's Sayersha and it, it's very nice to meet you. I, um, I was wondering if you could help me make something, it's sort of particular, and I have drawn up a little, like, speck of what I want it to look like. But it's for my friend for Festivus. Excellent. Um, Let me take a look. Let me see what you got. All right. And I hand over a drawing and it looks like a small silver leaf mm-hmm. uh, that has a small hinge that a knife could come out of. So she takes it and she, she looks through the papers and she kind of like kind of scribbles a note on the corner and then goes, uh, maybe I should have asked before. Never mind. And they keep scribbling. Um, okay. I think I can get this to work. Um, this is right. a little bit finer than what I normally do, but I, I think it's I think it's doable. Okay, um, I can give you all of the materials to make it and anything else that you would like um, for payment. Um, I can figure that out too. Uh, I have a lot of silver, and I could get uh, some other materials too. All right, I'll tell you what I'll do. Give me all the materials. And maybe say, I don't know, an equivalent weight to those materials in silver, and we'll call it even. Done. That's that's perfect. All right. Okay. Uh, here you go. Thank you so much. Lots I, of change noises. Yeah. Beautiful. Ching, Sounds, ching. Soundscaping is ching, great. Ching, 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 ching. <laughs> okay. I'll I'll get right on that. It would be my my pleasure. Thank you. All right. Uh, thank do- you so much. Good doing business um, with you. I will be back. Excellent. So. And then. Save your trot show. over to the leather worker next. Toddles off to the uh, the leather worker. Um, the leather worker is uh, a very pale, very pale tiefling, very soft girl. Um, she's very she's very skinny and she's got um she doesn't have a left hand but she's she she makes it work um and so she's she's just kind of sketching when you walk over to her cart and uh she she looks up at you and she goes Sayersha, how are you this is her name's lily you've talked to her a couple times before lily's very friendly 
Alright. Uh, hi, Lily. Um, how are you doing today? I, I'm doing fine. I think you had just asked me. I'm sort of a little bit out of it because I'm, I'm running all over today. I'm trying to get my friends some uh, good presents for Festivus and I was hoping you could help me with something because I have a very specific idea of what I want to do for Ixen. Okay, show me what you've got. And she kind of clears a place at her desk for you for your all your papers. <laughs> and so I uh, pull out the notebook again with a new page that has these drawn up gauntlets that have very specific designs on it and then an inscription on the side. Okay, and she looks it over and she kind of like asks you a couple of questions like, now, do you want this here? And how big do you want this to be? And, you know, all this sort of thing. And si very specific sizing questions because, like, yeah. you know, Ixus is dragonborn and that's yeah. <laughs> not easy to size out. Uh, but after a minute, Lily's just like, okay, I think I can definitely work this out. Um, and when did you want these by you Festivus, right? I yeah. Now, I'm, I'm a little bit slammed with Festivus orders, but for you, I think I can make it work. You'll have to owe oh. me one, though. Of course, anything you need, anytime. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Don't worry. All right. Um, I if you if you need anything today, I can bring it by too. Um, uh, I know that they're serving some tea. Uh, at one of the other stalls, I could bring some by for you. Tea would be lovely if you've got time with all the other errands you have to run. <laughs> yeah, I am running around, but I only have like one more spot I really need to go to. Okay. Um, well, but thank you get going and we can have tea afterward all right and so you're off to the chemist next yep last right. stop okay so run down to the 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 chemist the chemist um is a known also, i love to imagine the idea that sarasha is literally like running at full tilt and oh, like yeah. skidding to a stop when she gets to a spot <laughs> Oh yeah, no, and like Brody definitely sees you doing this and is like, "Say, oh, okay, say, all right." <laughs> like, yep. So <laughs> probably does not even register that he's even there. Super. So busy. Um, yeah. Skids into the uh, the the chemist stall. Um, the chemist is a is a gnome. His name is Muscari, and he's <laughs> very he's very focused on his work, and totally yeah. does not even notice Sayersha walk in. He's trying to, to measure, measure some stuff, and he's, uh, like, muttering So I wait and... until he's, like, not holding any chemicals, because <laughs> that seems dangerous. Yeah, please don't uh, so, here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I wait for that, and then I'm just like, um, he hello? <laughs> what? What? Uh-huh. Hi, hi. Um, my name is Sayers. I know who you are. And... I've seen you. Uh, yeah. Okay. I've seen you. Um, <laughs> well, I was wondering if you could help me with uh, a little bit of a um a challenge that I'm looking for for a friend of mine for Festivus. A challenge for you, a challenge for me, because not much challenging for me. I just have you know. Uh, I guess it's sort of a tiny challenge for you, but mostly a challenge for me. I'm trying to see if I can get a dagger to have a sort of paralytic quality about it so mm -hmm. it could stop someone in their tracks with just a tiny nick. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not necessarily hurt them, but like, just, you know, paralyze. But just like paralyze them for a while in case you wanted to steal their shit. I mean, not necessarily steal their shit, or just, just a 
sort of more peaceful way of dissolving a situation. Mm-hmm, okay, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Okay, well, you know stuff like that. It doesn't tend to last very long, so you'd have to, like you know it have a very large window of time to to dissolve. Yeah, I know, I know. It's just it it anything helps. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, where where are you planning to pay for this for this challenge challenging thing? Um, anything. What what do you need? I have gold, and I have a, a few things in my bag. I have some ink, and 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 some components for spells um a hundred and fifty thousand gold pieces um (laughs) i don't think i have that much well that sounds like your problem doesn't it no i'm 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 I'm, I'm playing i'm messing with you you have no sense of humor you have no sense of humor okay um okay i'm sorry what about though if you can spare me some of that ink I would love to mess around with it. Seems to be a very interesting mix of flavors that's got in there. All right. But also, mm, we'll say fifty gold pieces. I can do that pretty easily. All right. Okay. A little step All down right. from one hundred fifty thousand gold. I think that might be fair. Okay. So the blacksmith is working on the dagger right now. I don't oh. know if you need to do it with him. Or uh, how that'll work, but the blacksmith is working on it. And how how big is this is this thing that you're? How big is this thing? Uh, it's gonna be a relatively small dagger that can uh, fit on a necklace. Mm. Well, I I, I don't want to make up like a whole barrel of this stuff if you're not gonna be coating like a sword with it. So I just need to know how how big it is. Okay. Yeah, just I, a I can small do amount. It. All right. All right. Okay. Great. I can work okay. with that. Now, get out of my hair so I can work on it. <laughs> All right, bye. And she just skitters off again and probably goes to get the tea so she can get it for Lily and enjoy that. Excellent. Fantastic. Um, are there any other preparations that you need to make before we go into the the Festivus celebration proper? Uh, I think Sarah should just wants to uh, make sure that they're wrapped up really nicely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she goes like to the local, like, whatever kind of corner store, I guess. (laughs) Um, The closest thing to a stall that has a little bit of everything just to, like, find some, like, ribbon or some cloth or some, like, paper and just kind of see whatever I can find in colors that'd be nice for uh, Ixen and Perry uh, so I could wrap these gifts and maybe, like, a box to put it in. Excellent. Get all those wrapped up and ready for for the main event. Welcome to my big cat sanctuary. This is where we take care of them big cats. Uh, Hello and welcome to the special holiday episode. Thank you for listening. Um, A note before we begin the commercial break portion of our podcast. Um, You may notice that there are some inexplainable peeping noises. Uh, And that is because Daniel had a small, tiny kitten with her while we were recording this episode and she would just scream sometimes and I did my best to take them out but uh, there's only so much one can do about the little cats 
in their lives. Um, and another note is that you may notice that the quality of uh, Lou's sound changes. We had some technical difficulties, but luckily we were able to bring in a backup. But the backup isn't as great as our normal microphone quality. And just wanted to make that note that this is not the way that the microphone quality will continue from now on. Um, we are glad that we had a fix to the solution. And um, I am really hoping that it still keeps this episode enjoyable for everybody. Um, and that's that's all I have to say about that. The music in this episode is Sing We Now of Christmas by Seth Partridge. Our sponsor for this episode, and I say for this episode like they haven't been the sponsor for the last several, several episodes, is Tabletop Loot. We love Tabletop Loot so much. They're there's only so much I can say without you having to just go to tabletoploot.com and buying yourself your own pair of dice because they are fantastic. We call ourselves no dice, but immediately we fell in love with Tabletop Loot and now all of us have dice from Tabletop Loot and it's just the best. And for a short time only, listeners of No Dice can go to tabletoploot.com and use the code No Dice Holiday. That's capital N, capital D, capital H, No Dice Holiday, and receive 15% off of your order. That is a steal, my friends. You should be running or quickly typing to tabletoploot.com right now and get those dice. Additionally, No Dice is also sponsored by Film and Her. Film and Her is a touring film showcase dedicated to supporting emerging female filmmakers, giving their work a platform, and helping them achieve their goals. The showcase will be touring the East Coast. Check out filmandher.com tour to see dates and locations. Submissions are open now. If you or someone you know is an up-and-coming female filmmaker, animator, director, editor, cinematographer, producer, or writer, you can submit to filmfreeway.com slash filmandher. Listeners can use the code POCKETPODCAST to get 20% off the submission fee from now until January 31st. If you're interested in supporting the work of the showcase, you can donate at filmandher.com donate. Supporters get great perks for donating like tickets, posters, and t-shirts. Film and Her, supporting women in film. No Dice is a proud member of the Pocket Podcast Network, a network dedicated to bringing quality podcasts right to your pocket. You can find great shows on the network like our show, Time Zones Are Hard, Bad Dinner Party, and the newly added Avocado Toast. I highly recommend you go and check them out and see what they're all about. You can support No Dice by supporting the Pocket Podcast Network. There's a couple ways that you can do this, but one of the main ways you can do is to donate. You can become a monthly supporter by going to pocketpodcastnetwork.com donate, or you can also make a one-time donation. You can purchase a pocket note, which is a personal message to be read on the show. We haven't had any for a while, and it makes me feel a little lonely. I love to hear all of the love that you have to share. Pocket notes are, um, the price has gone down. They are uh, $30 right now to purchase a pocket note on No Dice, or you can purchase a corporate sponsorship, which is a little higher in price, um, but that is, you know, advertising. That's what the, that's what that's all about. So I highly recommend you go to pocketpodcastnetwork.com slash pocket notes and you can purchase your personal message to be read on the show um, and support us and share the love. A great way that you can support us and share that you like what we're doing is you can write a review on iTunes. Going and writing a review tells other people what you think of the show and that you think this is a good podcast to listen to. And we love, love, love seeing your reviews because we probably spend like a day and a half just being like, oh, they like, they like us. They, they really like us. Um, <laughs> so that's always uh, lots of fun for everyone involved. 
word of mouth is also really important. That's one of the best ways that you can share that you like any show on Pocket Podcast Network or in general. Really, just hype hype your favorite shows up, man. Just be like your show's hype man. And then you can put that on your resume like, no dice, hype man. Please do. Um, I really want to see those resumes. You can also, you know, tell your mom, tell your friends, tell that guy who shovels your driveway. Also, please tip him. Please tip the guy who shovels your driveway. I know we're in like a winter apocalypse right now, but please tip your driveway shoveling man. You can also tweet about the show using the hashtag NoDicePodcast. Um, you can add us at the same no dice podcast. However, using the hashtag lets other people see it and the hashtag goes directly to our page when people search it. And, um, we need those NPC names, yo. Tweet them at us. Also tweet us your favorite quotes, your favorite parts. Um, we love hearing what y'all have to say about our show. It really warms our, our tiny little, tiny little hearts. Well, we all have big hearts because we're all full of love for this this whole podcast game that we have going on. (laughs) Um, I'm going to stop rambling because this has probably gone on way far too long. So once again, thank you so much for listening to No Dice. We are going to be jumping into the next arc with our next guest player on the next episode, which will be out on January 26th. Until then, I will let you get back into the gift-giving spirit. traveling with the traveling people for a couple of days and y'all have all been like avoiding each other really steadily like every time one of you sees the other one you're like oh no <laughs> and run away um so everyone in the camp is a little bit concerned that y'all aren't getting along um, <laughs> like we came here with each other but actually we just hate each other no one no one asks about it they're real polite about it but everybody's like are they okay um but you know as you know you you get as you approach Deraglin, the time comes for Festivus. So, you know, it's a it's a real big celebration. This celebration is very important to this particular clan. So they all get together. There's a, a huge bonfire. Everyone gathers up. Usually everyone's around their own particular bonfire with their particular wagon. But everybody, everybody, everybody gathers up. Um, and, and Brody stands up and he's like, Happy Festivus! And everybody at the same time says, Happy Festivus back! And that's like that moment where, like, at church, if you don't, like, remember what you're supposed to say, right? And you're just like, oh, happy, happy Festivus. <laughs> and also with you. So, Brody says, as we all know, Festivus is our favorite time of year. And we start, of course, with the traditional airing of grievances. Would anybody like to lead us off? I will. Oh man! Okay, <laughs> oh, go, Ixen. And like, like several people were like about to open their mouths, and then this six foot dragonborn stands up and says, "I will." Everyone's like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> I, I uh, am. I hate necromancers. Thank you very much. <laughs> and like, there's a real weird silence for a little bit, and <laughs> finally, Muscari goes, "Yeah." And everybody kind of goes, yeah. Like everybody goes, all right, okay, we can dig, we can dig it. A couple more people stand up and and like yell at each other. It's all it's all very uh, it's all very 
you know, convivial, very jovial. It sounds like they're getting a little heated sometimes, especially when, you know, Tahani stands up and yells at her husband like, I hate your socks! Like, it's real bad. Um, <laughs> but everyone, everyone's laughing, everyone's having a good time with it. Um, anybody else got any grievances to air? I, I completely understand if Sarah Shannon Perry are too shy. Sarah like, doesn't, like, stand up in front of everyone, but quietly under their breath is just like, I, I hate it when people who aren't magic pretend to be magic. <laughs> and Perry hears it because I'm standing right next to you and I'm just like laughing silently under my breath but it gets like obnoxiously loud <laughs> and everybody gets dead silent and then I'm like oh you gonna share with the class? Uh, um, I, I hate it when my socks get wet on adventure it's the worst <laughs> it's the worst have you ever had a soggy sock? yes and then they stink they stink Thank you hear me? They're the worst! <laughs> As Sarah's face is just beat red at this point, just like... Perry, you got anything before we move on from here? I'm alright. I'm good. I think they covered it. I think, I think we're pretty okay. Okay, so after, you know, this kind of eventually devolves into just everyone laughing and, and talking. And as, as it devolves into this, um... Uh, Everyone starts to, you know, bring out these, you know, brightly wrapped boxes and bags. And it's even more of a dayglow nightmare now because all of these wrappings are like a real, like, eye-piercingly bright with these awful clashing patterns. Um, and they, everyone starts to exchange gifts. And would you guys like to also partake in this festivist tradition of gift exchanging? Yeah, I think we would. I went through a lot of trouble to get you guys these presents, so you better appreciate it. Should we roll gift-giving initiative? You should roll gift-giving initiative. I got a 16 now, by okay. the way. Okay. I got a 19. I got a 2. Alright, so <laughs> for top of the order, Sayersha, and then Perry, and then Ixen. Alright, so everyone <laughs> starts, like, giving their gifts around, and Sayersha just kind of, like, gently tugs on both of their... Uh, like, clothing a little bit and, like, pulls them off to the side so they're not, like, directly in the group of people so they can talk a little bit better. Like, we're we're actually, like, a safe distance away from people this time. <laughs> and so I turn to you, Perry, and I present you with a small oblong box wrapped in a deep purple fabric trimmed with a silver bow and a small tag that says Perry. Wow. Inside is a black leather cord holding a silver leaf pendant. After you take it out of the box, I gently take it back and push on the stem, and as I do, a thin, sharp blade slides out of the side. And there are some very small words written on it. May all your problems leave you alone. Uh, uh, I slide I the blade it. back in and hand it over to you, and then just... I hope you like it, and as funny as it sounds, I hope you never have to use it. And I put it back in the box and hand it back over to you. Yeah, gonna tell them what it does. <laughs> yes, but only once I pick it up. <laughs> okay, I'm like, um... Wait, I have to pick it up first. <laughs> this could be bad. <laughs> as I hand back the box and I go, Now you gotta be very, very careful when you're open it and when you're touching things with it, because the blade is actually covered with a neurotoxin and it can paralyze anyone you stab it with it 
<laughs> Wait, so I can throw it at somebody and paralyze them? Yeah, basically, it's like a necklace. This is so... the best present ever. This is the best present ever. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it so much. And then I give, I give, um, Sayersha a, like, really big hug. I, like, wrap you in, like, a huge hug. And I'm just like, oh, oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm so happy you like it. And then I, and then I tie it around my neck. Um, and then I walk over to my dragonborn. And I pull out a slightly bigger box that was kind of, like, a little bit sticking out of my bag earlier, but you couldn't really see it because it was, like, covered with papers. Um, <laughs> and this one is wrapped in a wine-colored fabric with a golden uh, trim that actually looks very much like Ixen's scales and a name tag to match. Inside, there are two sturdy hard leather gauntlets with a golden swirling trim that inlays an intricate design. On the hands, three triangles arranged to make a triforce, a symbol of courage, wisdom, and power. Inscribed in draconic on the right gauntlet, a small message. A name is a gift you can return if it does not fit. I'm dead. Bye. I'm dead. Y'all can't see Brittany, but she's, like, freaking out in her chair. Like, like her hands are over her face. She's, like, freaking out. She's freaking the fuck out. It's so good. I told you everyone was brilliant. Oh my gosh. Say, uh, Lou, your present for Ixen matches mine, and it makes me so happy! So I take I take the open box, um, and... God. Oh my god. <laughs> um, that's it. That's it. I just... Uh, Ixen can't speak. <laughs> and, um... Uh, God, um, I put the lid back on and I say, thank you. This is something that I think deserves a moment to try on rather than a specific, in, uh, time that's not what i'm i'm words are i don't think i want to try it on um but i don't want to ruin the magic (laughs) it's fine you'll find the right time to put them on i'm just happy you like it i i do um and i don't i don't mind if you keep calling me ixen just so you know. Okay. Alright, so now that Sayarch has sufficiently made everybody emotional, Perry, are you going next? Say you give Ixen their present. And I go, okay, 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 okay. Me next. 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 This is perfect. This is perfect. I love it. Okay. And then, like, from, like, under one of the caravans, I, like, slide this, like, huge, poorly wrapped in, like, brown paper giant thing and you can blatantly tell it's like a longsword like you can obviously (laughs) tell because it's just really badly wrapped okay but this sword um perry picks it up it's kind of heavy obviously because it's a freaking long sword but perry picks it up and hands it and it's a everything's bigger than perry everything's bigger than perry it's the long sword (laughs) i'm just gonna assume it's bigger than perry i have a quarter staff that's more like a staff staff (laughs) <laughs> so, I, I don't know. Um, and I hand it to Ixen. 
And I say, uh, this was, so, uh, okay, uh, when, when my parents died, uh, they, they each gave, uh, stuff to me and my sisters, and this is some of the stuff I got, and I wanted to pass it down to you guys because I wanted to keep it in the family. So, um, so, uh, I had, I had my older sister, Zara, she was kind of annoyed because I made her travel all the way down here right before Festivus. She's a blacksmith. She's kind of busy right now. <laughs> but she traveled down here. Um, I asked her to uh, change the hilt. You can open it now if you want. But I asked her um, to change the hilt. And so it looks really cool. And I told her that it had to be, it had to look like a dragon and it had to be gold. And that's what I said. And, and this is, this is what she gave me. And, um, I had Say, um, translate Draconic for me. So on, on one side of the sword, it says, uh, to heal. And on the other side of the sword, it says to protect. And, um, this was my mom's favorite sword. And she used it in battle a lot. And, uh, all I know is that it heals people. Like, you can use it in battle to heal people. So... I know you always want to protect and heal us all the time, so I figured that I would give you this, and you could do it, so. Um, <laughs> I, I, take the, I take the long sword, uh, as you do when you hand off long swords, as you put your palms out, facing out, so I, I, hold, I pick it up and hold it from you. Um, is it sheathed? Yes. Okay. So, uh, I turn, turn the the long sword around and one smooth motion shink all the way up um i ho and i hold the i hold the sword up a little bit and then you know play around with it a little bit get the feel of it and i say i i uh i never thought that i'd get a a, a family heirloom um i am not I appreciate being considered uh, your family, um, and um, you know I'll take care of this. And obviously, we'll see um, how it does. I would prefer to never not. I don't let's let's not any more battles. That would be nice, but. <laughs> Seeing as we have a couple more necromancers <laughs> to go, um, well, I'll keep it by my side. Okay, wait. Can I can I tell them what it does? Can I do that? Can I please? <laughs> yes, because there there okay. is actually a mechanic that we worked out beforehand for. There's this a mechanic. One. Okay, so this one, this long sword, does. You have to roll. You have to. You can use it. Okay, hold on. You can use it once per day. To heal, like as a sword, yeah. you can use it all the time. But to you heal, you can use it all the time as a sword. But like you can use its ability to heal once per day, and it always heals. And you have to roll a d10, I think is what I said, a d10, and one through three is one point of health, a four through six is two points, and a seven and higher is three points of health. So like it'll always heal no matter what. It's just how much it does heal. Cool. Yeah. Um, I open up my, like, bag, and in it there's, like, once again, very, very poorly, it's, like, wrapped in, like, brown paper, like, and it says, like, in big letters, 
to say on it in like huge letters on it and it's so blatantly a book like it, it's gotta be there is nothing else this shape i i hand it to you and um so uh speaking of of family heirlooms um zara also brought this to me she's like the best sister ever um my other don't tell my other sisters i said that they're gonna be really mad at me um <laughs> uh, this was my, my dad's lucky spell book. I don't really know what spells are in it, but, um, I know it's been through a lot, and I know it helped him through, like, a lot of stuff, and so, um, I wanted you to have it, and I figured that you could learn some cool stuff from it. And also, this spell book gives you plus one to spellcasting. I go wide-eyed and pick the book up and just kind of like look at the book look at perry look at the book look at perry look at the book look at the perry be like this is a whole new book that i've never read before I, I it's been so long since i've gotten a book that i haven't read before i knew everything from the library i've read them all cover to cover several times and i had to transcribe them a few times because of the the flood that we had that year and that but besides the point thank you so much this is amazing you're welcome. And immediately I, uh... start, like, filing through it to see what spells are in it. And just, like, you see them, like, calculating in their head, just like, okay, that's how that works. Okay. okay. So, uh, alright, so, <laughs> so I noticed that, like, Sayers is, like, really deep in this book. <laughs> um, but I try, I try anyways, and I'm like, Sayersha, are you gonna be okay for a second? I wanna, oh, yeah, yeah. um... Oh, sorry, sorry, and, like, puts it in the bag. Like, yeah. no, no! You can keep, you can keep reading. I, I was gonna, like, let you come to see Perry's present, but you're not required at all. I'll come back to you in a minute. Oh, all right, all right, just... <laughs> okay, so, uh, I turn to Perry, and I'm like, um, so your present isn't here. Uh, I have to take you to it. Uh. Um... Can I, uh, you can cover your own eyes, or I can cover your eyes, uh, do you want to go this direction? Uh, uh, okay, so I, I, like, clap my hands over my eyes, and, like, just (laughs) kind of, like, don't really know where I'm going, and I'm like, uh... I'll steer you. Okay. As, uh, so as, as, like, Perry's... You know, Perry's like really. There, you make a weird little train because there's this huge dragonborn, and then there's a halfling with her hands over her eyes, and there's a <laughs> there's an elf who's kind of watching where they're going, kind of reading a book. Um, and as as this funny little train makes its way through the the crowd of people in the camp, Talus sees you, Ixen, and y'all share a look like it's time. So, it's time. <laughs> oh God, what have you done? <laughs> Everything will be ready when you get there, even more ready than it was already. Okay. Talos and Alice run off to, like, light the candles and, like, get everything set up, so everything's gonna be dope when you get there. Go ahead. So, we wander on over, um, and I, I, um, I go, okay, ta-ta-da! <laughs> um, and when you, on, when you open your eyes, you see, uh, a feast laid out before you, and it is a feast made solely of potatoes, it's fries and mashed potatoes and potato salad and <laughs> oh, gratin potatoes. Every iteration of a potato meal that you could think of is uh, piping hot or piping cold right before your eyes. There's even a raw potato on the table just kind of sitting. <laughs> I just, like, pick up the raw potato and, like, bite into it. <laughs> Perry, no! There's... Perry! <laughs> I, 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 
I um ha- happy happy Festivus. Um, this is also my apology for the salad situation. <laughs> um, so have have some fries. Well, I I do like lettuce, but I do, I like it's like closer to the bottom of the list of veggies that I'll eat. The potatoes are at the very top of the list. This is this is good. Does anybody want any of my potatoes? They're all so yummy. <laughs> and I just like dig in. <laughs> Starting with the fries, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> okay. Okay. So while so um so I I I, ha- I just have this feeling that. Perry's like got two hands full of potatoes. Perry's down for the count. I don't know. If, am I wrong? No, that's so. Ad- just like just going. Two hands, at it. potatoes in the mouth. So I, I say, Perry, you enjoy your present. Uh, this is uh, this is how presents work. I'm actually gonna um, Sayersha. I'm gonna show Sayersha her present. Um, I'll tell you later. So then I turn to Sayersha and I say, Do uh, you can. Uh, cover your eyes if you want. Um, um it's co- kind of covered. Okay. Uh, I just um, pull my hat down. Uh, a <laughs> long sock hat. Basically, it looks like Link's hat, but it's multicolored. Um, and I just pull it down over my eyes. And I'm just, like, holding it and like, okay. I lead Sayersha. Um, there's, like, a little clearing outside of where most of the wagons are. Um, and when when you um so I so we stop and I say we're we're here um and when you open your eyes there's just a big kind of elf sized uh like covered lump in the in the middle <laughs> of this clearing and I go over to it and do the dramatic like whoosh where you like take the the cover off and um and there is a very misshapen but love lovingly made um, potato sack dummy um, on a little stand, and I say, um, so I didn't know how to do this. I don't want to like write you a coupon or something, but I would like to um, <clears throat> give you some fighting lessons, um, and so. There's this stuff. You don't have to punch me. You can punch the dummy. Um, but, you know, magic doesn't always work. So I would like you to be able to not just, like, punch people because they're being a dick. But, like, you know, more than that. Um, so we, I, we probably could do it now if you wanted to practice some fighting. And, again, Sayersha's eyes are just, like, really wide, but it's a very different look this time. Uh, whereas last time it was like, oh, new book, and I gotta see it all right now. Uh, <laughs> this one is just sort of like a, I never thought anyone would do this kind of thing for me. And it's a completely new feeling. And they're just like, this is so nice. And, like, the quietest little voice. And they're just like, thank you, Ixen. And, like, looks up. Big ol' eyes, gold eyes looking at yours. Just like, you're so nice to me. <laughs> I just, you know, um, we've had some uh, experiences where I'm out for the count. Um, and like, 
you know, it, it was fine that time, but it might not always be. So, um, and I also don't, like, you're, I appreciate, um, the, like, you know, you can just punch, punch people when you want, but, uh, your, your, uh, form needs a little work. Uh, all right, all right, um, just, I, I guess show me how to do it. And, like, I go up to the, the, the dummy and just, no, I know you can do harder than that. There's no emotion behind it this time because it's not like super angry at Sarsen. Yeah. So it's just like, <laughs> eh. like the the hands on like the thumbs on the inside of the fist. It's terrible. Oh just no. Like, okay. Uh. So so I come over and um I'm like, all right, first no, you I know you know how to okay. So so ball your ball your fist up. Right, there you go. Right. There you go. Alright, um, okay, now, before you do that, I want you to, uh, you're gonna hate this, but do it. Uh, cast, cast an illusion spell or something simple so that this dummy is like that blue freak, uh, not here, at the, the, the one that died. Somewhere, somewhere um, in the distance, Brody's like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> He's dead, though, that's sort of embarrassing. Yes! <laughs> no, we gotta- I can make it into, like, a skeleton- yeah, skeletons rile you oh, up, right. yeah, dude. Yeah, okay. So like, I make it look like a generic skeleton slash necromancer. <laughs> make it look like a wet sock. Okay. So she hate those. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So I I put my hands on the side of the dummy behind it, so it's a stable little bit more. But right before I have you punch, I'm like I wiggle it around like I'm a brr, I'm a skeleton. Brr, brr, brr. Punch me in the face. And now I'm, like, laughing a little bit too hard to take it seriously, but I do, like, the correct form and everything, like, just punch and follow through a little bit. Good, good. I, that's good. Um, yeah, uh, maybe not so much laughing. The skeleton might not take that very seriously. Uh, I'm sorry. I, he must have hit his humerus. <laughs> nope, not, nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. And somewhere in the distance, Perry is laughing with a mouthful of potatoes. So I don't know how much more you want to do, but I just envisioned, like... Sort of fate to black, just kind of... Yeah, punching and, like, a little bit of kits. There's definitely there's definitely a montage. Eye of the Tiger is playing. Yes! <laughs> Eye of the Dragon. Eye of the Dragon, yes. Through the fire <laughs> and the flames. Um. There you yeah. go. <laughs> And then right before, like right at the end of this montage, um, I'm going to say, okay, I know you're really tired. Um, I think that we should keep practicing. Maybe not every day, but you're going to lose your muscles if you don't keep working them. Just like, you know, your brain and your magic. You got to keep doing it. So I think that, you know, let's get you small. <laughs> oh, no. Pretty... <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 be sorry at all. Just absolutely in character right now. Say has just realized they absolutely do have a crush on Ixen. Like, absolutely. <laughs> Say is just like, yeah. Soft music. Just gently floats up into the air. <laughs> Let's do that every day. 
Oh no! For the rest of our lives. The 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 party the party lasts into the night and the potato feast lasts into the night and the you know fighting lessons last into the night and people are just kind of enjoying the presence and enjoying each other's company um, throughout the night and uh, in the morning everyone gathers up for the final the final event of Festivus which is the uh, contest of strength and, and and you know and Brody Brody stands up and kind of like you know. I believe we all know how this goes, but just in case anyone doesn't and like really pointedly looks at you three, we'll go over it <laughs> one more time. The contest of strength is to determine who among us is the real star of Festivus. Some traditions have celebrations where they celebrate the coming of some weird old man and some celebrate the coming of some weird baby, but we celebrate... <laughs> The star of Festivus, who is whoever can lift this big-ass rock while Scylla is sitting on it. And it's this huge boulder, and Scylla's sitting on top of it, just kind of like... Um, I forgot to mention this earlier, but Scylla is a... Um, she compulsively macrames. So she's she's still, like, working the knots with her fingers, but kind of waves two fingers like, Come get me! <laughs> so... <laughs> So, so, you know, this, everybody kind of lines up to lift the rock. Would anybody like to try to pick up the rock? Daniel, you're probably not going to like this. I, so please I hate tell me, everything you do. Please tell me if this is not uh, available. But, um, so what I'm thinking is, uh, because in the spirit of, like, now there's a lot of giving and, like, Ixen's, like, a little bit less, like, humdrum, um, like, <laughs> she just leans over to, to Perry and Sasha and goes, what if we lifted it together? I don't know if that's in the rules, but like we could. We... They didn't say that. Oh. Uh, they also didn't say that we couldn't use a series of pulleys and levers, which we could, because that would. I could lift it with leather. Um, it, it, we're stronger together. Uh, I mean, okay, but couldn't we just levitate the rock? That's not lifting. <laughs> it's too heavy. So, GM, can we? lift this rock this together. is a horrible idea um, <laughs> yes you may lift the rock together um, hey, wait i have one question i'm sorry how much does a stupid big rock ray uh, it's weigh? big i don't know it's big it's this... a big rock more than you um i did i listen this is a stupid big rock it's okay. not a it's not a dumb big rock <laughs> it's not a slightly annoying big rock it's not even a dense big rock it's a stupid big rock so <laughs> I mean, it's stupid heavy. So everyone's just kind of, everyone's just kind of like messing around with it. Like, you know, some of the kids go up to it and like, Ugh! so everyone's, everyone's just kind of having fun with it. Um, and nobody takes it really seriously because you don't take it really seriously. Um, but then Ixen walks up to it and puts, puts her hands up under it and starts to lift. And then Perry and Sayers are kind of like, like, oh man, okay, we're really going for this. And also start to lift. And, you know, obviously nothing happens because it's a very big rock. But then, like, you know, Brody kind of looks at Lily. And Lily comes up next to you and puts her hands under it. And then Talis comes over and puts her hands under it. And everybody picks up, everybody comes together, picks up this rock, and picks it up. And it's a, it is a, it is a beautiful moment until Scylla falls off the rock and hurts her back. <laughs> and everybody has to go lie down for a little bit. Um... <laughs> But, uh... That all get plus one strength, no. <laughs> you get Please. plus one to friendship. 
Yeah. <laughs> Can I um, use that later? <laughs> um, and and it is it is in this newfound spirit of friendship and community and family that the three of you with the clan of the traveling people eventually arrive in Deraglin for your next adventure. No Dice is part of the Pocket Podcast Network, delivering quality content right to your pocket. <laughs>